Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Congratulations. Crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> we're off and we're recording, and that's it. And the past is the past, and here we go. It's congratulations episode, whatever it is. I have no idea. Uh, we've done way too many of them. Thought we were only going to do five or six. All good. We're involved. We are so involved in the podcast world. It's it's honestly unbelievable. Um, the king in the wing is no more. Uh, sorry, the king in the sting is no more. <laughs> it is now called, uh, it is a new show, King and the Sting and the Wing. So deal with that. It's Patreon, two episodes, and and uh, YouTube, two episodes. Each month is four episodes. It goes half and half. So you can go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash cats plus, or you can go to the Patreon of our show. Congratulations. Either one, do them both, you know, and you get an extra episode of congratulations. Uh, just, you know, we just keep doubling it, you know, that's what we keep doing it. That's the year of doubling it. That's what this year is. 2000, 2022 is the year of doubling. Um... So yeah, we got that. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash Chris And, uh, we added a show in Irvine. Um, it might be sold out by the time this comes out. It's in like a month or so. Um, so go to crystalia.com. I'm also doing a shorter, uh, well, a, I'm doing a spot over at jam in the van, uh, this weekend in century city in Los Angeles. Um, go to, uh, jam in the van website for that. And then, um, I think that's oh Phoenix, we're off. We got a Phoenix. We got Phoenix April thirtieth. Um, we are doing. I am doing Phoenix Crystalia at the Celebrity Theater uh, Saturday April thirtieth, and tickets are live now. Presale code. Um, don't push me in lowercase. Or if you're listening to this on Friday, it's on the general public, so you can just go to the website, go to crystalia.com, it'll figure it all out. But you can uh, you can do it. But the presale code is don't push me. So if you're in Phoenix. And if you are a, uh, uh, if you're part of this cult, it's your duty to come out, man, get that merch on and let's go. Um, my, my thing's not working. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so that's, what's up Irvine. I got a spot coming up in Los Angeles and then also Phoenix. That's the big one, dude. That's actually my, I think, uh, yeah, it's my first theater show, uh, back after like two, two years. Um, anyway, I'm excited for that. So, uh, you know, let's get into it here with the, here with the, uh, you know, the code is don't push me because you know how it'd be. Don't push me. Get that merch. Chrysalia.com. Don't push me. Um, but I, um, yeah, I've been having a good week, you know? It's good. Sometimes just hanging out with my son, it just lets me just kind of reset Realize what the fuck life is all about. Um, Kristen brought home a, a, um, a, what do you call it? A fucking like thing for just a tchotchke dude. I can't believe Kristen and the tchotchkes, honestly. If she's, that's like an, a band from 1950s, from the 50s. Fucking Chris, Kristen and the tchotchkes. Hey, we're here, here we are live on the show, and we are introducing a new group, Kristen and Tchotchkes. And it's just her in a short, sparkly fucking dress with tassels on it. And she's just like, going to be spending your money, money. She's going to be spending your money, money. She watches too much videos on YouTube and says we need that. And then she goes to Target and all the places, and then she's going to spend your money, money. And then she's going to spend your money, money. All right, take it away. That's Chris, Kristen and the Tchotchkes.
And we go to fucking, if she watches one more thing, Studio McGee, I'm going to shoot my brains out, dude. Her with the Studio McGee, dude. It's like anyone else and fucking Nutella. I swear to God. Studio, first of all, it's called Studio McGee. That's like a joke you'd make. It's what's her name? Um, Studio McGee. It's Shay McGee is the girl's name. And she's like the dude. She like straight up like dissed me, Kristen. She's like, I can't believe like your videos get like millions of views, and like Shay McGee, like look at what she gets. It's like not even a million views. And I'm like, well, what is she doing? And she's just like, well, look, she's like the most popular um, uh, decorator, like house interior dick designer, house builder kind of. I don't know. She's just a, she's a white girl, you know, like that's literally any, you can just sum it all up in white with white girl. And she's like, just look. And it's beautiful. I mean, she really has an eye for this shit. There's a real talent, by the way, I'm going to make fun of her, but it's a real talent. So now that I say it's a real talent off to the races with the making fun of them shit, but her name's Shay McGee. And she's like really popular. And she puts like a whole bunch of creams together and like won't go as dark as brown, but it'll be like, she'll be inching up next to tan and then as bright as off white. And that's it, dude. And it's so calming and nice. And the windows are so open, dude. Like whole, whole, like walls or windows in this shit. And Kristen will be like, just look at this. Doesn't this make you feel beautiful? This is, see, this is what I need. This is what she's watching, Studio McGee. See, this is what I mean. Just as the more, as Kristen's eyeballs watch Studio McGee, my bank account is just going like this. Gonna, gonna spend their money, money. It's Chris, it's Chris and the Chashkis. And she's gonna spend your money, money. And she's gonna spend your money, money. She's just gonna buy some cream shit and tan shit. She's gonna inch up to tan with the products, products. And she's only gonna buy off-white, mostly cream. No way she'll buy white or brown. It's just fucking basically tan. Different tans and different creams. Gonna spend that money, money. She'll buy a dildo if it was cream. She buy a dildo if it was wooden and cream and you look good next to a plant. She's gonna spend your money, money. Just fucking. She buy a fucking decapitated head if it was just inching up next to Dan. If it was just inching up next to Ah White. She's gonna spend that money, money. She buy a fucking swastika if it was cream. She buy fucking a bunch of swastikas if she could place them around and put them as coasters. She's gonna spend a cream swastikas, money, money. So Studio McGee is what she's fucking watching. And it's like every video has 900,000 views and it's got white women all along. Just like the, well, a white woman turns that shit on and they're just like, wow, see, this is, see this, see, see, this is, that's what it is. And then the husband's just, oh no, bank account, just fucking, just gouging the bank. Oh no. So she came back with like a little wooden fucking uh, wiry bicycle. And now Calvin's, this is how the fucking shit works. This is how it works. This is how uh, consumerism works. So she comes back with a little bicycle like this big. It's all made out of wire. Who knows how much it was? However much it was, it's too much. All she did is put it on the island next to a plant. And now we got a little fucking iron bicycle that doesn't do anything. That just sit next to a fucking plant. And then Calvin looks at it and he's like, oh, bicycle, bicycle. And we're like, bicycle, 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 bicycle bicycle and then finally bicycle now he won't stop saying bicycle now we have to take the fucking thing off of the of the island and now he's running around with this bicycle and then the fucking bicycle breaks 
So now it's broken, dude. I mean, you're gonna take that money, money. You got a fucking bullshit green bicycle. And now it's fucking broken. And now guess what? Now your son wants a fucking actual bicycle. Now my son wants a bicycle. So now we're looking up other YouTube videos of purchasing my fir- my son's first bike. And now this kid's like, I want an orange bike. Now Calvin's like, orange bike, orange bike, orange bicycle, orange bike. My son wants a fucking orange bike. So not only do I have a fucking bullshit Studio McGee little mini bicycle that's wired, that's broken, that isn't even, by the way, it, it still is not, it was nothing and it is nothing. It was nothing next to the plant. Now that it's broken, it just exposes how nothing it is. You can fix it. Still nothing. Okay. And now my son wants an orange bike, which is fine. I want to give my son an orange bike, but it's like, you know, it's just like my face with a fucking graph just going down with my money. She's going to spend that money. Now she got Calvin involved. She got Calvin involved. And it's just like, Jesus, now I got to buy. So everything's cream in my goddamn house. The only thing that's not cream in my house because of Studio McGee is fucking the floor because it's the floor and it's brown and you can't, and we're moving out. We're building a house. Oh my God, dude. You know, we're building a house because you know that that's how it goes because you're a listener of congratulations. If you think I'm not going to have the fucking most cream house of all time, you're out of your fucking mind, dude, dude. You guys won't come over, but I'll tell you right now, if you're my friend listening to this, dude, you're going to come over. My house is going to be so fucking cream, it's going to look like milky diarrhea. Dude, I'm going to have the milkiest diarrhea, the most milkiest diarrhea in this house of all time. It's only going to be cream, dude. You're going to see my house, you're going to be like, did a giant crap all over it and on the inside too? (laughs) It's childish, going to be 42. But that's the truth, dude. I can't believe how cream everything on fucking Studio McGee is. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm relatable. I don't give a shit. This is my deal here. This is my deal here. Milky Diarrhea House. What is it with fucking cream and white chicks, dude? For real. For real. Remember when chicks just like pink and then Machine Gun Kelly fucked it all up? If I see another fucking machine... When's the last time you seen a Machine Gun Kelly in an outfit that didn't have pink all over it? Also, I like Machine Gun Kelly. I'm a fan of, I met him once and he was nice as shit. I don't know one thing of his songs and that's fine, dude. I don't think it's for me, but that motherfucker, dude, I like guys who are like, who got like people saying like, fuck that guy about him. I like that guy, but he's a tall fucking stringy pale drink of water, right? But he's wearing pink, dude. If you're pale, you're not supposed to wear pink. He knows it and he doesn't care. He doubles down fine. But dude, remember when chicks own pink? And now you got the most, the, the, the Machine Gun Kellys of the world wearing pink. And you got the white chicks on this cream train. It's fine, right? There's other things to be worried about, like what's happening in Ukraine. But this is my fucking thing, dude. If you want to look, if you want to learn about the Ukraine and Russia, go to NPR, man. But we don't stand for that. And I hear ours is about chilling, talking about the minor issues that are, in fact, the major issues. Okay, because you can't change the world unless you start with the minor shit. Everyone's always like, we want fucking, we want the homeless, we want the homeless uh, uh, to be able to have houses and we want, you know, uh, uh, no hunger and fucking peace, bro. Are you kidding me? You got to start with the fucking cream, dude. You got to start with expanding white chicks' minds with different colors. And I'm just saying, and it's fine. What's happening over in Ukraine is an absolute travesty, obviously. 
Do I know anything about it? No. I have one friend that's pro-Putin and it's really fucking weird. It's really odd that he's pro-Putin. I don't know anything about it. All I know is if you were to like come out on social media about supporting Putin, you'd lose all your fucking jobs. That's all I know. And my buddy is really secretly into Putin and it's very weird. And I've got to fucking figure out what the hell's going on. So I know if I could, you know, but it is what it is. Patreon.com slash Chris D'Elia. Um, it is what it is, dude. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, you know, I just don't, I'm not. Look, I can just come out and say some basic shit like war isn't the answer. And I don't think war is the answer, right? Because it's like, I don't know. It's guys with their egos and shit. And it's like, if you were going to be a fucking, I think I was one parent away from being a fucking warlord or a dictator for real. And I'm not joking. Which is one parent away. And I don't even know which one. But if I, if you mixed one parent, one of my parents up with another parent, just with the way they are, instant warlord. I, I've always, I've, you know, I've said that. Um... So yeah, I don't know what's going on in the world though. I try to stop. I don't want to listen to the news. I know it's like be educated and shit. And I was talking to my therapist about this earlier, but I was like, dude, I can't stand when these fucking actors are just like out there. Like we need to stop what's happening in Ukraine. And you're like, oh really, dude? Oh, really? Oh yeah? Oh, oh, is that what we're supposed to do? Fucking, uh, you know, fourth lead in yellow jackets or whatever the fuck that show is on HBO. Oh, yeah, is that what we're supposed to do? You're posting the Ukrainian flag? Oh, yeah? Thanks. Thanks, third lead in Super Pumped. (laughs) All right, yeah, thanks, fucking, you know. That fucking show Super Pumped. You know I had to check it out because Jason Gordon-Levitt's in it. You know I had to check that shit out because Joseph Gorsuch-Levitt Fucking whatever his name. Have two names, dude. You know have two names. If you fucking want somebody to do like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you're a you're a cock you're a cocksucker. You know that, right? Like you're a fucking straight up. Like if you're a guy that's just like, oh, I'm actually like Thomas Hayden Church. How? First of all, he fucked it up. Tom Church is the illest name, dude. Why would you want to? If your last name is Church, why would you want to spend the extra time saying your middle name when you could get right to church, dude? If my, if my, I'm telling you right now, dude, if my second name, if my last name was Church, oh, dude, I, well, first of all, I would have never got canceled. I would be literally, for, I'd probably be one of the top comics. Chris Church, I mean, I am one of the top comics, but I, I probably would be one of the even more topest comics. Chris Church? Dude, Tom Church is the shit. And this guy's trying to fucking space it out with Hayden. That's that's crazy to me. Honestly, that's why Thomas Hayden Church's biggest role was either Sideways or The Sandman in one of the Spider movies. If it wasn't, he would be The Rock. Um, so I watched uh, Fear Thy Neighbor, which is another show that's just creepy where like, you gotta, dude, I watch a show Fear Thy Neighbor and it's like one of those shows that like, inst- that like you find, like we, we signed up for Discovery Plus and like, it's just one of those shows that, that you are like, huh, what's this? It shows like half a person's body on the fucking, <laughs> on the icon. And it just, just fear thy neighbor. Like it's cut into the, into wood. And it's like, so beige. It's probably, you should want to watch it. Cause it's so beige. The fucking, the, 
the icon for it is so beige. It's like it was made by Studio McGee. Fear Thy Neighbor, Studio McGee. And uh, so we we click it, and it's one of those shows that like, there, oh, there's just 11 seasons of it. You know? <laughs> Where the fuck do these shows get off being 12 years old already? You know what I'm talking about? Like, how do I not know a show? This is the state right now of the entertainment industry. Uh, the fact that I don't know a show, that I can possibly not know what a show is or that it exists and it's already in season 12. How is it beyond season four? And I don't, and I don't know about it. There's just too many shows out there. So we put on Fear the Neighbor and we start watching it. And it's like about these awful neighbors that just lose their mind. And there's fucking literally, let's see. So it's six episodes in season one. I don't know. There's probably more episodes in the next season. So let's just do the math. So six times 11 seasons. So that's 66. There's at least 66 shows, which means there's different episodes of neighbors losing their mind. And on this show, it's not just the neighbors losing their minds. It's the neighbors goading the people who live there to lose their minds themselves. So that's doubling it. So it's 66 times two. So that's what? Uh, uh, 112, right? Isn't that what 66 times two is? Your boy's real good at math, isn't he? Is it? Is that even what it is? 66 times two? Hey, Siri, what's 66 times two? Hey, Siri, what's 66 times two? Hey, Siri, what's 60 fucking... 132. Whoa, he was so close. Fuck yeah, dude. He couldn't have been fucking closer. What do you say? 112? It doesn't matter. Math was never his strong suit. But he fucking... Yeah, he's got the gift of gab. Oh, God, he ain't this. And is that what gets you further on in life? Yeah. What the... He got a D fucking... He got a D plus in algebra too, but my God, he got the gift of gab. But did he get a fucking bad grade in English? Yeah, he did too, as a matter of fact. But did he create his own way of speaking? Yeah. And now he's got people behind him. He's got an army behind him with fucking people understand what he's saying. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so anyway, dude. So now we're watching Feel That Neighbor. So it's doubling it. So it's 66 times 2. That's what is it? 132? 132. So now what my point is, it's not that just, just the neighbor that's crazy, it's the person that lives there that's crazy. So that's 132 crazy people through the span of this show. Now those are just the ones that they pick for the best episodes. And guess what happens in the best episodes? One of the neighbors kills the other one. Okay? So these are the most extreme. Some of these episodes, a few people end up dying. So these are the most extreme versions of the craziest people that are neighbors in the world. Okay? So my thing is, if people like this are so crazy and they're just out there being neighbors and 132 of them are in a show about it, how many are there in real life, number one? And number two, let's just jump right to it. How can you ever trust anything anyone says in history? I'm just going to meet someone and believe them. Dude, these people meet. It starts off nice as shit, these shows. These shows are just like, Tom was there and he moved in and he noticed that there was something weird. And a dog came by and fucking peed on his fence. And, and then there was a broken bottle. So the other guy got really mad. And he started teaching his kids how to, how to fucking march like an army outside of the house with guns in their hands. And you're like, 
Whoa, whoa, wait a second. It started nice. So how could you believe anything anyone ever says, dude, if there's nutso neighbors out there? These are just neighbors, again. They're not people in the military that have, like, scarred fucking, you know, like a guy with a scarred past that, like, Liam Neeson would play, right? These are all fucking insane people that you don't know about it. They're undercover insane. So the other thing is, why are we listening to anybody on the internet? And this is the main point I wanted to drive home. Because if you're meeting people that are neighbors and they're two-faced or you don't know their mental capacity or how broken their brain is, then how can you trust somebody you don't know that you meet? And then beyond that, how can you trust somebody behind a keyboard that might not even be the person who's tweeting? They might be someone else. And we'll just go along with it. The guy from Jeopardy doesn't have a job anymore. These people are all your fucking crazy neighbors. Fear thy neighbor, dude. Fear thy everyone. Just fucking hole up. Love your family. Right? I don't know, man. I want to not trust people. Like, I want to do a little bit more like Tupac, you know? In my own life, I want to be a little bit more like fucking, you know what I mean? That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat but like, I'm not that guy. I can't. I'm not. You know, I want to be fucking Tupac so bad. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so kind of a, I want to, you know, I want to get that thug life tatted across my belly. You know what I mean? I want to be like, but I'm like too nice. You know, I really am. My son changed me, dude. And not that I was ever fucking Tupac, like fucking absolutely thugging. But like, I am now even softer than I've ever been. And I want to not trust people, but then I meet them and they look me in the eyes and I smile at them. And then I realize that, you know, yeah, my smile is a little bit intoxicating. And theirs might be disarming, but guess what? I'm right there too. And my smile is disarming as well. So now we're both unarmed, just intoxicating the shit out of each other. And I hope that you're not fucking going to have a broken brain and I'm going to figure it out too late with a knife in my belly. Be careful out there. That's all I'm saying, man. I did get a fucking D in algebra, though, and like a C in English when I was in high school. But who cares? I'm just like, it's a shame that we have to deal with other people's crazinesses. Like, I've got a butt. Like, everyone has their own shit, you know? Everyone has their own shit. But like, my buddy, uh... Oh, first of all, I went to fucking, I went to a diner the other night and I'll get into my buddy being crazy, but I went to a diner the other night and my fucking dude, remember how I got dude, remember how I said I had rat damage in the fucking, in my one car. And then I had the, uh, I had to get a whole new, uh, system, computer system in one car. And I took that car back and then I got that other car. And then that car said, they said they had rat damage, but then they didn't have rat damage. I said in the with Chris video, the last one, the Chick-fil-A one that the fucking, that the rat that I, that they said I had rat damage in my Audi, but I didn't have rat damage. They sent me the bill and it was zero fucking dollars, dude. They sent me the bill. I get a, I get a text from Audi. Here's your bill. And I was like, bill, they never even told me what it was. And they're already delivering the car and I didn't pay for it. I clicked on the shit and it said zero dollars. Why you texted me something like this, first of all, and just give me the fucking car. And, and what did you do to it? They didn't even tell me. They were just like, yeah, we fixed it. And then I looked at it was like, uh, it was literally like transistor clicker thing fix and like manual labor. I'm like, what did they do, dude? 
And now the air conditioning works. And so now I got all my cars working. And guess what happens? I take it to a diner. I take my fucking, I take, I take my car with the fucking bloody insides. I take it to the fucking diner, dude. And of course I'm fucking doing it. And then, you know, yeah, I got fucking bloody guts in the inside. Right. I mean, it looks real nice. It looks like if your friend opened up your anus and you stuck your head in there. Right. I mean, it's really pink and super nice. Right. It's so pink. MGK should be wearing it on fucking Ellen. I mean, it's real nice, but nobody could tell because the windows are too tinted. Right? No, but it's pink inside, they say. But is that a fucking mystery or what? Because we can't see in it. The windows are rolled up because he doesn't want him to see his face because he's a celebrity. But he's got two chains now. But how do we know? He might as well be rolling up two brick walls on the outside of his creme de la creme Mercedes. Why? Because we can't see in. Well, quick, hop on a bird because the roof's exposed. Oh, God. What's that mean? If you get on a pterodactyl, you can look down and see the bloody guts. Oh. And so it goes. <laughs> and so it goes. <laughs> Well, we can see the mango white, but you said it's at the, 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 the windows are up. Uh, but the dual exhaust and the yada yada and the black plates and the sure, yeah, but. Mm. <laughs> but you said the inside's a whole goddamn computer screen and the seats go back and you can basically take a nap, but yeah, yada yada. So I pull up to the fucking diner. I eat the diner. I get what I get. You know how daddy does it with the fucking chicken sandwich. God damn it. That's just mwah, chef's kiss. Not going to tell you where it is because I want to go again and I don't want you there. But God damn it. The chicken fucking sandwich at this place. Mwah, oh God. Chef's kiss. Right. I mean, this chicken sandwich. Oh my fucking God. And guess what? It's under new ownership because the fucking pandemic ruined everything and the and the diner went down and got sold to different people and they didn't really change the menu except they changed their fries. And guess what, dude? When you're going to change something that's fucking awesome, it always gets worse, but the fries are fucking better. So I'm sitting there eating chicken sandwich with the fries and you know I keep it lean, right? Johnny keeps it real lean. Like I'm so lean, dude. I should be in the fucking show Twilight. But I'm not though because I'm pale too. But I'm not though, right? So I eat I eat the chicken sandwich, you know. I don't even get a brownie because your boy's fucking, I'm sorry, strong guys, but I've been looking real fucking, you know, it's like I'm real where I need to be and I got mountains where it needs to be, okay? I mean, the fucking boulders on my back are absolutely unfucking, they're unbelievable, but also my, my waist, it's trim, right? So I eat the shit, I go out and... Oh, wow, this is fucking funny. Well, actually, let me talk to you about how crazy my friend is a little bit after this because I even got more story coming. See, this is what happens. I start one thing and I fucking, you know, we get rolling and rolling and then it turns into another thing and that's why every fucking podcast is two stories. So, um, so I'm in Swingers. That's the place I go to. I've exposed it. I don't care. Go if you want to. Sometimes I go. I don't normally go, but every now and then I go and I'm eating the chicken sandwich. I want to shout them out because mm, chef's kiss, okay? I want to shout them out because they fucking went under new management and guess what? Thought the fries were going to suck, but the fries are even better now. Mwah, chef's kiss. Okay. Now that's fine, but I'm eating fucking chicken sandwich, mwah, chef's kiss and the fries, mwah, chef's kiss. All right. Now I'm doing that. And then I go and I leave and I get in my car. Yes. I'm all fucking, you know, I'm inside the fucking 
uh, right? The bloody guts, and I get home. All's well that ends well. I get in my bed, you know, probably argue about what TV show we're going to watch a little bit with Krista, and then I go to sleep. And I wake up the next morning, had an awful night's sleep. And I remember this. Because I went back to sleep after I ate breakfast. I cooked breakfast for me and Calvin, and we ate, right? Like father and son, and we had a good time. And then I went to sleep at 11.30 again, okay? I went to sleep at 11.30 again, and then I wake up to Kristen saying, Chris. And immediately, the tone in her voice, my heart, my heart's going to explode, okay? Because I've had a rough two years. And when somebody comes up and says, hey, hey, Chris, hey, Chris, in the dead of sleep, my heart's going to blow up, right? So I wake up out of this deep sleep and my heart's pumping. So I say, well, what's up? And she says, um, okay, I don't know, but like, I don't know when this happened, but the back passenger window of your car is completely shattered like somebody was trying to break in. So now I realize it's okay to be anxious because what the fuck happened last night? Okay? <laughs> so I go outside and as clear as day, I mean, my fucking window in the back right is just splintered as all get out. And somebody tried to either take a rock or a screwdriver and puncture it 19 times. I counted 19 times, dude. We did it because I've got a fucking nanny that's a real, real like sleuth. Like that's why she also likes to watch the shit like Fear the Neighbor because she's a real sleuth. She'll be like, well, it was punctured 19 times and it looked like it was done by a professional. But I don't think they were actually trying to steal your car because why would they try to do it in the back left window when they, when, when, when if you were going to try to steal a car, you just go to the closest window and that's the driver's side. You just crawl in and then drive away. And I was like, aha, very good. But why did they come down here and try to steal something while I was sleeping at night in my house? So I got really nervous because LA is a fucking dumpster fire right now. You know that because of how you can just rob a car and they'll let you. Okay. So now I'm like, well, fuck man, these, whoever going to do it, they're going to come again. Cause right. Cause you hear that thing where it's like, oh, the banks that get, that get robbed, they get robbed again. So I'm like, well, fuck, now they're going to try to come for my car tonight. So guess what your boy did? Your boy doesn't fuck around. I hired armed security, dude. I hired armed security. They showed up. This dude looked like a ball player. He was just like, what's up? I got armed security outside of my house. Like I'm the goddamn president. So I hired armed security. And as the night fades, I go outside and I look at the I look at the car and I can't see really the splinter anymore. So I find that odd. And so Kristen is like, well, if you couldn't see it, then maybe it happened while you were at swingers the other night. And I go, yeah, that makes much more sense. It happened when I was at swingers because at night when I walked back from swingers, I couldn't see the fucking window being splintered and it didn't happen at my house. Cause why the fuck would it happen at my house? If it was going to happen at my house, it would be the front window and somebody would try to steal the car. And they wouldn't give up. It was probably just a crazy person walking on Beverly Boulevard that fucking said some shit like science is everywhere and then bashed my window in. And I was like, there we go. Maybe they just heard about the bloody guts and they wanted to see it for their own. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know. So uh, I had two nights of the armed security and it's nice to know I can get armed security when I want to. The guy was balling though. The guy was cool as fuck. He was like, what's up, sir? I'm here. He had a gun and he was ready. And I invited my friends over and I was like, oh shit, I should go tell him. I said, hey, by the way, I have two friends coming over. They're not robbing me. He was like, oh, okay, good. I'm glad you let me know. I'm like, oh, why? Were you going to shoot them? 
Anyway, so now I got a fucking car problem again, dude. Rats ate my wires and rats ate my wires and fucking two flat tires and someone hit my other car and now I got fucking, I got many car problems, but maybe it's because I have many cars. Oh God. Whatever, dude. My point is it's crazy out there in Los Angeles, but what happened was now I'm at Swingers and this is what I wanted to tell you about how crazy my friend is. I don't know what's up with my friend. Maybe he's on the spectrum. I don't really know. And I don't mean to knock anybody on the spectrum. I actually think maybe my friend is on the spectrum, but he like, I don't know. He does this thing where like we were, we were in the place swingers and fucking there's a dog in the restaurant and it's on a leash. And I notice it because it's a dog in a restaurant and I'm like, okay, maybe it's like a fucking either a seeing eye dog and nobody's blind there though. So I'm like, okay, it's an emotional support uh, pet, but I'm like, leave him at home, right? There's food. I'm like, isn't this unsanitary? How'd this person get this fucking dog in a diner? Have you ever seen a dog in a diner? I've never seen a dog in a diner. And now I'm looking down to my right as I'm paying and there's a dog in a diner. Now, what do I not want to do? I don't want to give this person any fucking energy because they've got a dog in a diner. And anyone with a dog in a diner, what do they want? They want one thing, energy. And that could be in the form of attention. It could be in the form of anger. It could be in the form of anything. But they want looks, they want something, they want energy. So I don't fucking give it to them because it's all out war when you got a dog in a diner and I'm there. You want that attention? You want that energy? Well, guess what, troops? Mobilize. No. I got those blinders on. I'm not looking at you if you got a dog in a diner, but I noticed it out of the peripheral like a hippo. Okay? And then I notice more out of my peripheral my friend with his phone out taking a picture of the dog. He's taking a picture of it. This is exactly what they fucking wanted, you know? And I'm so annoyed. I'm just like, oh, great. In the meantime, I don't know this, but somebody's literally trying to break into my fucking cocksucking car. I have no idea, but that's beside the point. So he's trying to fucking goddamn take a picture of this. And I look at him and I just see his fucking smile and I hear it. You know, it's one of those fucking hearing you can hear, you know how some people's faces you can just hear if you're close enough, like newscasters, Theo Vaughn's like that too, but my buddy's like that. And he's taking a picture and I hear his fucking face just from being close to it. And out of the peripheral, peripheral of my fucking, I see the fucking guy taking a picture and I go, why are you taking a picture of this dog? And he says, I don't know. Now I'm pissed off more because he doesn't even have a fucking reason. So he's just taking a picture of the dog. So now he takes a picture of the dog. I finish paying and I walk outside with him. Oh, I forgot another part of the thing. A guy, this is why LA is going fucking to hell in a handbasket. So as we're eating the food, okay, a homeless guy walks into the diner with shit all over him. Oh, I forgot the best part. Oh, oopsie daisy. The story was so banging that I forgot the best part as if it was the worst part. So this homeless guy walks in with excrement on him. Not like, hey, bro, you got shit on you and it's not shit. Like, hey, bro, you have shit on you and it's excrement. And guess where it is? The worst possible place. Where, Chris? His mouth? Nope. His hands. Oh, but that's not worse than... Let me stop you right there. It's worse to have shit on your mouth if it's yours. 
if it's someone else, it's bad when it's on their hands because they can touch you. <laughs> okay? So, hey, guy, I don't mean to be rude to you. I feel bad that you're down and out, but you got shit on your hands, so you've got to get out of the establishment that I'm in. So the fucking dude came over, like the dude who was the manager, he's like, hey, man, you just got to go. You got to go. You know, you got to go. And the guy was like, yeah, but I need some money. And he was like, yeah, but you got to go. And he's like, can I just have a dollar to somebody else in another booth? He's like, you got to go. You got shit on your hands. You got to go. You got shit on your hands. And the guy just fucking wafting it all up. So I was like, shit, right? The guy ends up leaving. So then we pay and my buddy takes a picture with the dog. Sorry, I'm doing an out of order like I'm Quentin Tarantino or something, but I'm telling a story and this is how it goes, right? So as we're leaving, I say to him, man, what a weird night. And he says, why? Just because I took a picture of a dog? And as we're walking out, I say, nah, man, because of the guy who had shit all over his hands, not the people who had a dog at the diner. And as I'm walking out, there's a fucking gay couple with a fucking dog eating outside on the patio and they're right next to me. And the guy says to me, well, yeah, we're in LA. And I say, oh shit. Now I'm in this predicament. I wasn't talking about this guy. And also here's the thing. I don't care if the dog's outside of the diner and you're on the patio. That's where it should be. But this guy now thinks that I'm bitching about him being outside on the patio with the dog at the diner. And he says, oh, and I said, no, no, no. I'm actually, it actually has nothing to do with you, what I'm saying. And he says, oh, okay. Cause I was going to say, well, that was extraordinarily sarcastic and i was like i know i get it but it really wasn't and i say look at that cutie because the dog was cute and as i'm saying look at that cutie my buddy who i think might perhaps be on the spectrum is taking another picture of this goddamn dog so now i'm fuming dude can i just get out of this goddamn diner without making a documentary about dogs? Excuse me, but am I a PA on a documentary about dogs in diners? Or am I just chilling with my weird friend that just happens to take pictures of fucking dogs in diners? Because either way, I don't want to be a part of it. Whoopsie daisy, I've either got this job as a documentarian or I'm hanging out with this friend who's taking pictures of dogs for no reason. So I begin to walk away because not only do I want to distance myself from my friend, I don't even want to be in this situation at all. So I'm like, if you're going to take a fucking picture of this dog after not learning your lesson in the first one, then dude, you're on your fucking own. So as I'm walking away, the guys are like, oh, wow. And my buddy of all, he's taking the picture of the fucking dog and he's trying to get the dog's attention. And the guys are like sitting there like posing. This poor gay couple just sitting there just posing. Like what's this fucking weirdo dude doing? My buddy trying to get the dog attention. He goes like this. And the dog loses his mind. I mean, dude, don't, hey, number one, hey, let's make a list of things to not do when you see a random dog. Number one, 
stab him. Number two, snap at him. Because you don't know what the dog's going to do. This dog goes, and the, the gay dude's like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, and my buddy's taking pictures. They're all coming out blurry like the dog's in the fucking ring. Like it saw the video. And the and so then my buddy just like a bitch just walking over to me. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? What was all that? And he was like, yeah, the shit on his hands. And I'm like, I'm talking about the fucking dogs now. And we get in my car, bloody guts. We don't see the fucking splintered. This is the when it happened, right? The, somebody tried to break in my car. I mean, what a fucking travesty this whole night. So I get in the car. We're both sitting in the fucking bloody guts. And I say to him, I say, hey, man, I, I got to know. I, I, sorry, this is just something for me. Just for me and my well-being. You did your shit. Now let me just do mine, right? It's like a conversation where you let somebody talk. You do the listening. Now it's my turn, okay? You got to do all your shit by taking the pictures of the dogs and all your misunderstanding about the guy with the shit on his hands. And now it's fucking my turn, okay? We're in my car. I'm in the driver's seat. Literally. So I say, why did you, why did you take that picture of that dog in the inside? And he says, well, no, but I, I thought it, I, cause I thought it was cute. And I said, no, no, no. I get wanting to see the dog and I understand why you did it in that way. But why did you take the picture? And he said, I thought it was cute. And I said, no, no, no. I thought the dog was cute as well. But why did you take that picture? And he said, I don't know. I guess I wanted to have the picture. And then I said, why? And then he said, I guess, I don't know. I could look at it whenever I want to. And I said, you're never going to look at that photo again. And he started laughing and he said, I don't know, maybe I'll post it on Instagram. And I said, yeah. And what are you going to say? He said, I'll probably put it on my story and I'll, I'll put like, I don't know, swingers diner. Not worth it. (laughs) Worth it. Population zero. I mean, dude. Oh, yeah? You're going to post a picture of a dog? Cool, man. Well, you got it. You got that picture. And then we walked outside. And you took another picture of a dog. (laughs) Hey, man, why'd you do that one? And he said, well, because I thought the dog looked cute. And I said, no, 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 we've already been down this road. Why? And he said, well, I thought it would be funny if I posted a picture of a dog and then I posted another picture of a dog. It would be like, what's up with all these dogs? Because this is Lost. Because it doesn't make sense. Because that's what they do in the show Lost during commercial break. It'll go.
so now we're doing it now, because this situation makes as much sense as the show lost. When my friend takes one picture of a dog, hmm, but when my friend takes two pictures of two dogs. I just, dude, don't understand this, like... Also, you're just a, you're just like in your forties. Uh, you know what I mean? Who are you fucking Steve Irwin? Pick a brand, you know, pick a lane. Oh, now you're a guy who takes pictures of dogs at a diner <laughs> for fuck's sake. I, I mean, I love, I love a fucking, it's like, dude, I deal with that craziness because he's my friend and I love him. He's one of my best friends in the world. And I love him. Taking pictures of dogs or not. But that's a down-ass motherfucker. And I know his craziness. But my point is, there's new people you meet. And those people are fucking absolutely bonkers crazy. Those people maybe are the people that bring the dogs in the diner. Or even worse. Maybe they're the person who walks into a diner with shit all over his hands. You don't know people. But you know your friends. So stay tight with your friends and try not to meet too many people. And definitely don't listen. There's always a moral, right? There's always a moral. And the moral is, you know, don't watch Super Pumped. I do love this podcast. And uh, let's watch this Rick Ross video. I mean, is this guy fucking a fan of the podcast or what, dude? This guy's an insane fucking person. But while I'm watching this one, dude, one fire, will you look up the fucking expensive sweat one? Because he did that one too. I don't even know if you heard about it. So Rick Ross bringing down a camel. Here, this is Rick Ross doing it, getting on a camel. Oh, so bitch, immediate bitch. Oh, oh, Cincy, the end of it, dude. Dude, someone screenshot that face. So worried, half on. So bitch. So bitch. Oh, (laughs) face at the end, dude. Cincy, you know what the thing is about rappers? Honestly, they're like Batman. They can't do shit that might leave them Cincy, right? Like imagine Batman was a real person. Don't have people with fucking iPhones film you getting on a camel. You're going to look so bitch unless you do it all the time. You got to remain at the utmost, most hardcore shit of all time. You can't all, you can't be rapping about rims, hoes, and money and how you kill people and how you're a boss. And then all of a sudden you want to fucking just jump on a camel. You might fall and be a bitch and upsie daisy Rick Ross. You were, and now we lose respect. What's happening to all these motherfuckers? They used to be the shit and now nobody even cares about being the shit. These motherfuckers were, rappers were just killing it, dude. And now they got to do all extra shit, like fucking DJ Khaled getting on a jet ski and being like, you know, 
Boss, I got a camel that rides itself. This TikTok message to Putin really kind of brings it home. You know, honestly, this is the thing about the, the I, I think if Putin just saw this, we could figure it out. Here we go. Hey, Putin, stop! Hey, stop! Good point. Putin! Hey, Putin, stop! That's Please! It. Good. Please, stop! Mm-hmm. Putin, stop! Just oh, learned it. Yeah. I think he's talking about Putin. Hey, Putin, stop! Imagine stop! if he just ate a bunch of Putin and shit himself, and this is what he's talking about, Putin. Putin! Hey, Putin, stop! Please! It's coming out of his anus right now. Please, And then stop! He, he stands up and shits himself. Putin, stop! It won't stop. Oh, oh, that's literally what's happening. Wow, dude. Hey, Putin. Stop. Hey, Putin, stop. Wow, that's funny if you watch that video and think about what I said. Wow, I'm good. I'm good. Dude, these people, like, I don't know. I went to the coffee bean with Calvin, and it was just so nice, man. You know, I talk a lot of shit, and I let stuff get to me, and then it's so nice to just be a dad and love that boy so fucking much. Like, just if I'm real with you, like I was at the coffee bean with him and I was with two other friends and they just showed up and it was so cool, man. And he was making friends, waving to people. I thought I was going to have a weird ass pandemic kid that only knew like 11 people because of how, you know, he didn't meet anybody for like two years. And now it's just, I have this beautiful kid that we love so much and he's out there just waving at just you know, nice looking Korean ladies. And it's beautiful, man. And she says, hi, what's your name? And he says, ah, Tao. And she says, how old are you? And he says, two. And you know, and it's all beautiful. I got him a hot chocolate and he was saying, hot chocolate the whole time, hot chocolate. And then I said, do you, uh, I said, hi, can I get an iced Americano? Because you know how I do. Can I get, can I get it dry though? And can I also get a hot chocolate for Calvin, for this little boy right here? And the lady said, sure, do you want it regular temperature or kid's temperature? And that was when it was hard for me to fight back tears because I didn't even know there was a kid's temperature. Dude, you kidding me? You trying to get guys at catch registers to cry? Dude, you trying to get a 41-year-old grown man to realize that his life has changed just by simply saying kid's temperature? That's a beautiful fucking thing. So I got the kid's temperature one and I put a straw in it because I know it won't melt even though it's plastic because it's a kid temperature. And so I gave it to my son and he didn't say hot even though it was warm because it wasn't too hot because he says hot about everything because it was kid's temperature and he started sucking that that shit down and he was drinking it and he was drinking a lot of it, dude. And he loved it, man. He was going, mmm, mmm, hot it. And then he put it down and he even fucking made friends with the Korean lady and it was beautiful, man. And then he put his hands on a little bit of the fire pit and it was a glass and it was hot and he started crying. It was okay, dude. I held him. I held him to the tears, right? But it was a beautiful moment. And then he stopped crying because he realized it really didn't hurt that much. It was just a glass that was kind of warm. And then he was running all around with the little fucking dino light up sneakers. I'm so lucky to be that fucking boy's father, man. I'm just so lucky. I couldn't be luckier. And... And he had a jacket that was too big on, you know? You never know what size the fucking kid is now. You get him what you think, and then he fucking ends up swimming in the goddamn jacket. And you're like, okay, you're fucking, it's too big, but I guess I'll just keep it on you till you might grow into it by the time we're done here. That's the thing about buying clothes for fucking two-year-olds. 
you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, dude, put it on him now. And then tomorrow you take it off. You, you put it on now, take it off. And then tomorrow you put it on him and he's too big for it. We got too many shoes already. That's the thing. If you're going to become a parent, be careful what you buy because it's going to be fucking not even, not going to be ready and not going to be able to wear it in two weeks. Here's uh, David Lynch's mes- message to uh, Putin. If I could say something. To- Let me just say this right now. David Lynch is my favorite living director. Let's start. If I could say something to Mr. President Putin, we are, as human beings, charged. I mean, this head of hair that this guy has is unbelievable, dude. He's so good. I love fucking David Lynch's movies. Mulholland Drive, forget it. As to how we treat our fellow man. Wow, what a weird. And there is a law of nature, a hard and fast law. There's no loopholes. There's no escaping it. And this law is what you sow, you shall reap. Reap what you sow, but yeah. And right now, Mr. Putin, you are reaping, you are sowing, excuse me, you are sowing death and destruction. Do it again. And it's all on you. The Ukrainians didn't attack your country. You went in and attacked their country. It's basic. And all this death and destruction is going to come back and visit you. Visit. And in this big picture, this show that we're involved in, there's an infinite amount of time. So there's plenty of time, life after life after life, for you to reap what you are sowing my advice to you is save yourself, save the Ukrainians, save this world. Start getting along with your neighbors. This is what I want Calvin to say to a bully in the playground. The whole thing. That would be fucking amazing. I got to teach him that and have him do that. We're not going to listen to the rest of it. Honestly, the, my favorite. I, honestly, I think that David Lynch probably did some damage with that speech. But honestly, not even close to as much as fucking this speech. And I'm sorry to fucking say it, but this speech bangs a little bit harder, right? Good thing things never work when I want to play them. This is the one that bangs a little harder. Hey, Putin! Stop! Stop! Putin! Hey, Putin! Stop! That one's a little better. It bangs harder, right? Reap what you saw! You know, in this infinite amount of time, you have a long time to reap yeah, they have a long time to reap, to sow. I mean, re- you reap, you're sowing right now, but you will be reaping. You know, directs some of the most critically acclaimed and greatest movies of all time. And then reap what you sow, you can sow. You're, right now you're reap. excuse me, you're sowing. And then reap, you can reap. And the thing about it is, you can, there's infinite amount of time for you to, re- yes, you die, but the spirit, there is the natural law that is reaping what you sow. I, I, you know what? I should just make another movie. He's so good. He's so talented. I love him. He does so much transcendental in, in meditation. It's unbelievable. God, what a cool dude. He's sexy, huh? The guy's sexy. I bet that guy is the fucking ill. For real, he's got to be so good 
at the Horizontal Mambo for real. Like David Lynch, absolutely. Either that or he doesn't ever, he never has sex. Just he has like literally hasn't had sex in, in 40 years by design. Or when he has an orgasm, he goes, uh-oh, and that's it. And, and, and it's one hard spurt come and it, it feels good for one hard thing. And then that it never felt another pump before. You know how fucking when you bust a nut, it goes, it goes like this. And then later on, your your penis will just a little bit, like it's like falling asleep. Just like, what? what? But his shit just goes, uh-oh. And that's it. And then gets limp. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then he says, and cut. Get out. To the woman, get out. No, he's so nice, I bet. I guarantee he's so nice. He's so fucking nice. For real. Get out. I have to make a movie about rabbits. You know, just a lunatic. <laughs> Uh-oh. Thanks for coming by. Get out. I have to make a movie about rabbits. Um. I have to make a movie about maybe a dream. I think. Uh, so that's that, I guess, you know, we had a good one, man. Everyone, you know, I want to be like, everyone should have a kid because my fucking son changed my life and I love him so much and he centers me, but like, I don't want it to be a selfish thing either. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh shit, my son changed my life because it should be all about him. Sometimes I do think about that and I, and I think about like, oh, maybe it's not, you know, it's not about me. It's about him now. So I try to take myself out of it and just be there for him and stuff. Like he wants to watch fucking... Like that bicycle thing I was talking about. Like now he wants a bicycle and I just guess I got to get him a bicycle. Well, guys, that was the episode for YouTube. If you want to catch the rest of the episode, the uncut extended episode, go to patreon.com slash crystalia and you can go check it out. Or you can also get the, uh, and, and you can, if you do sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash crystalia, you also will get uh, one episode one extra episode a month and all of the backlogged extra episodes. So I think there's like 13 or 14 by now. Anyway, uh, you also get uh, behind the scenes footage of with Chris and just me and my daily life. And then also you have um, review mode, which is another segment that we do. But it's all on my Patreon. Go check it out, patreon.com slash crystalia for six bucks. And also uh, go to crystalia.com for tickets. Uh, at Phoenix, I'm coming. And... Um, New King and the Sting in the Wing. And the new merch, Don't Push Me. And the new Oops merch. I fucking forgot to talk about the Oops merch. We got Oops merch. Uh, that's new. The official Oops merch. It's on chrislea.com. Get it all figured out. All right, guys. Thanks a lot and take care. <laughs>